Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Out of the tunnel, onto the floor for our number two of Sports Talk. Finishing out the week with a funky Friday, but there is more tomorrow morning with Illini Bella Saturday Sports Talk. And Illinois basketball on the men's side tomorrow night, or tomorrow afternoon, I beg your pardon. 2 p.m. tip against the Wisconsin Badgers pregame with yours truly and Evan and Lauren at noon tomorrow. We're glad you're here with us. Bob's coming in, so is Matt to have some fun with us. It's an OSF Illini Friday brought to you by OSF On-Call Urgent Care with same-day walk-in care for minor illnesses and injuries. Go to osfhealthcare.org for locations. Scott and Evan here for this hour. You can weigh in on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. It's championship weekend for the NFL before Super Bowl Sunday weekend in two weeks. One sports talker I heard today said it's the greatest day of sports on on this Sunday. No, <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> it's not a bad day. No, it's very fine. But because of two football games, no, if no. they mean a lot, sure. I like them more than I like the Super Bowl. I was thinking this is more of a disappointing weekend. I liked having, you know, football on Saturday, football on Sunday, college basketball Saturday and Sunday. I mean, I was there was no shortage of entertainment for me last weekend. Now it's like I'm just sitting around tomorrow doing Illinois waiting for the Royal Rumble and then tomorrow or on Sunday we'll we'll get to the football. It's a, it's a decent day. But Again, like everybody avoids the NFL, so there's not a whole lot of college basketball on Sunday, and that's all that that's all that's going on right now. Do tip my cap to the NFL on this. They got the four best teams in their championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The four best teams. Eh, the Bills were close, but they weren't as good. And even with okay, did 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 Jacksonville have a? Miraculous comeback and kind of pull something off, rabbit out of their hat. Yeah. But did Jacksonville belong further? No. No. Like the best teams advance. Football is the best for uh, basketball in a in a series is good yeah, the for, NBA. for working that out. But yeah, in the NFL, one get one game's enough. I'll never forget Neil Funk, the one time radio broadcaster for the Chicago Bulls, and I was really upset that the Bulls lost in a seven-game series. It was in the – it was either with – which year was that? Was it when Jordan was gone or the year he was back, but they still lost in the playoffs? I can't remember. They lose a seven-game series. And Neil Funk says, not just to me, but to everybody because <laughs> it was on the radio, in a seven-game series, the best team always wins. Yeah. And I was thinking, but how do you know that if it has to go to seven games? But if that's how far it has to go – then you find out who the better team is yeah, in the seventh game. Whoever's able to to find enough there in the end probably to, deserves the, the win. 
So that's the axiom. But there's no seven game series in the NFL, but in the NFL playoffs, you got you've got a seven day prep period. That's your seven day series or your seven game series. You got a whole week to look forward yeah. to it. Yeah, you've the best teams with with the health they have, mm-hmm. which is key for Patrick Mahomes, who is Mahomes. now officially the starting. Mahomes, the Bengals offensive line sounds like Ted Karras is being held together with athletic tape to hold that front line in front of Joe, Joe Burrow together. Um, yeah, they're, yeah I, Michael, they're both, they're both going to be good games. Our colleague and friend Michael Martin pointed this out this week, that winner, no matter who wins the AFC, there will be an Illini in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Ted Karras from the uh, Bengals and, uh, uh, and Nick Allegretti from the Chiefs. And I think he said something like, now that six of seven or seven of eight, that one of those two guys have been in a Super Bowl. So holding it down for the orange and blue. Yep. Big Ten basketball last night, women's side, Indiana, clearly better than Ohio State. Huge and win. Mike Kuhn said it to us yesterday on the program that I think Indiana's the best team, especially now that they have Grace Berger. And after having seen them here a little while ago at the State Farm Center and then last night on television, wow, they just blitzed Ohio State. It was at home, but they blitzed them. They've kind of been the best team in the big, most consistent women's team in the Big Ten over the last four or five years. And yeah. With Berger and Holmes, it's a, a pretty good two-headed monster. Yep. And then uh, Michigan kind of was there with, with Purdue for a little while, but Purdue beats Michigan in Ann Arbor. Yeah, I actually watched the first game more than I did the second game because I had a feeling Purdue was going to win that, and I didn't want to stick around to watch that. So, uh, per, uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty much done for as, as far as the Big Ten. It would take a colossal collapse from the Boilermakers to surrender the lead of the Big Ten. So uh, it was rooting for Michigan as far as that went last night, but Purdue gets the win. They're, they're still on top, and Michigan State got another win. Looks like uh, Malik Hall is a little more healthy, and that was a pretty good game. They beat Iowa. You okay with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Just making sure you're not upset that Iowa lost. I didn't bet on that game, so I had I had no feelings <laughs> either way. I didn't I didn't have a good day in my parlay last night. A couple of pushes. I keep trying now. to push you towards the you know try to get out the you know what are the teams you just don't like, but you you come back to well what rooting interest did I establish? <laughs> it all depends on the day. <laughs> yeah. How I'm feeling? Because what, I know what you're have, not. What, a particular... what have you done to me lately? Not for me, but what have you done to me lately? Because I am just assuming that you're not a Fran fan. No, never. He looks corny in a suit. <laughs> he looks so goofy last night. It's like, can we get these guys some tailors that can like get them some form-fitting suits? It's not like they're like me, where everything you put on just eats you up. Like, can we get somebody who will actually measure your sizes so that you're you're not getting swallowed? Uh, Illinois men beat Ohio State this week, and they will play Wisconsin tomorrow. We talked with Brad Underwood after getting to look at the tape of it all. What did he think about the ball game with the Buckeyes? Really solid defensively against uh, Ohio State. Um, you know, I'm breaking down the film. I thought we were. Uh, I thought our small lineup was really, really effective. I thought Coleman's uh, um, didn't have a great shooting night, but his. Uh, his, his floor play was very good. It is, 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 the stuff he did on the uh, defensive side was great. You know, and then I thought we had nice balance, you know, on the offensive side. Uh, we didn't shoot the ball particularly well. Uh, we all know that uh, that happens. 
but um, I thought we did, uh, uh, you know, since ball hit some hard shots, you know, uh, suing hit a couple that almost touched the ceiling uh, with arc to get him over extended hands and contested shots. So, um, you know, I was, um, you know, I felt, I felt very solid about the defensive effort and uh, just, a, just a tough night shooting that, uh, uh, that happened. Uh, my goodness, it was it was a really good defensive effort, and, and a night where where the offense wasn't superb by any means. And we talked to Brian about that, but they get that going; they're they'll be fine. Well, in, in Illinois kind of struggled in rock fights this year, so that was good to to see them be able to to do that. A lot of it obviously came from the defensive end and scoring points off of turnovers, so that's nice. Now, this was a question that we were kicking around Tuesday night on post game show. Probably the biggest question right now about Illinois basketball is when is Luke Goody coming back, <laughs> and are they just going to redshirt him? All right, he has not practiced yet. He's got another appointment this week. Brad said this coming week, and then as soon as if they get the thumbs up there, he should be able to start practicing. <laughs> so okay. I'm I'm hearing I'm interpreting that as he could begin practicing within days. I'm not a hundred percent on that. Just say that 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 seems to be the opening mm-hmm. so what about uh, what about red shirting underwood was asked about that we haven't talked about that yet i think everything's been i don't want him thinking about anything other than let's go and, and let's help us and um you know that's been his approach since this this injury happened and um uh, you know then we'll we'll get back to practice and you know i don't have any question you know he's a veteran he knows what we're doing you know his his process of of getting back into it will be expedited a little bit compared to some of the other new guys. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Look, redshirting is not as much of a thing in basketball as football, for sure. Mm-mm. I mean, sometimes in football you're just doing it because you're just too small. Mm-hmm. You're just not rape. But guys don't generally want to just sit around and not play. Well, like we said on post game, I mean, if he redshirts, that's almost two years without playing a a college basketball game, and no no athlete wants to go through that. And and he was not referencing Luke Goody particularly here. There was a more extended answer just out about redshirting or not, and he said, you know, it. it Brad feels that redshirts have advantages. He said it's only good comes of it, but then comma but the portal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he recognizes that you need to keep guys around. Now, that's not saying that Luke Goody's gonna got to play or I'm hitting the portal. Not saying that. Calm down, message boards. But um, it's just it's just the new world of college basketball. Yeah, I think this probably more as it pertains somebody we talked last hour with Brian about, like a, a Brandon Pajemski, right? Maybe could have used a, a red shirt last year. And they didn't, and and then he lost a year, and he didn't play, and now he's gone. And maybe from the jump, if you redshirt him, you already know that that he's going to go, or you do the same thing. A guy like R.J. Melendez, who only played a handful of minutes really last year. So, I, I yeah, I don't think that pertains to, to Luke Goody. So tomorrow it's the Wisconsin Badgers. It'll be the second, no, it'll be the first time playing a team for the second time this year. Mm-hmm. But it'll be a different Badger team. Tyler Wall back. So a little more force down there. 
He's back. I don't know if he's 100% quite yet, and, and they haven't really played it as well since he's come back. It's not really been a, a plug-and-play situation. But it's going to gonna be mean more for guys like Coleman Hawkins and Matthew Meyer. They're going to have to to guard him, I'm imagining, uh, a little more. And the, the freshmen hopefully have a better job locking up Chucky Hepburn. Chucky's in love, I hear, by the way. Bob Osmussen <laughs> coming in for The World According to Bob. We'll visit with him, see if he's gone in any Cars concerts lately. <laughs> Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. Illini family, this is Brett Bielema. You've got the home of Illinois football. News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. Time to get on up for Bob Osmussen and the world according to Bob here on Sports Talk with me, Scott Patey, and Evan Kahn. We're heading up to 6 o'clock. Matt will stroll in as well and join the fun. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you guys. You, I know, are now a fan of Illinois' new, one of the new quarterbacks, John Paddock, who right. we talked to today. And the reason I know you're a fan is he was wearing Chuck Taylors. <laughs> Definitely. Good, good call by John. Obviously, he's got a lot of family ties, too, so that's kind of cool. Yes. And by, cool. by way of reminder, he's now a fourth-generation Illini football right. player. Pretty cool. His uncle is John Wright Jr. And I tell you, he said it, and I wrote it, they look a lot alike. A lot alike. <laughs> yeah. It's scary how much they look alike. I have an uncle. I don't see him that often, but when I see him, I'm like, oh, this is frightening. So, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is frightening that we kind of look alike. Okay. Well, this is, uh, this, he acknowledged it, and he's right. Like, and right being the right word there. But I covered, didn't cover grandpa, I covered dad. John Wright uh, Jr. John Wright Jr., yes. Or he's actually not a junior, he's two. Because I think they have different middle names. There's some deal there. He's not a junior. Oh, uh, the he's, second. He's the second. He's John Wright too. So, I, which I'm sure I screwed that up. John John Wright the younger, whatever. But he was he was not not a junior. So I always made sure to not do that correct incorrectly. I think John Junior too lives in Atlanta. I'm pretty sure. And I think so. This guy's mom is a Wright. I believe. I think that's yeah, right. that, would, that would be her Correct. main name. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I cannot remember her name. There's a bunch of rights. There's, I think, uh, they, they had brothers and sisters. John had a bunch of them, I think. So, uh, Let's hear a little bit from John Paddock. He uh, talked about what, well, this is what you always ask a transfer or a new recruit, in this case a transfer, having after played uh, several seasons at Ball State and graduating now here, what brings them to Illinois? I was just looking for an opportunity to compete. Um, going in, you know, talking with coaches, going through the process, just wanted an opportunity to compete, um, you know, be the best that I can be every day. And uh, um, Illinois obviously was, um, you know, this was a football decision for me, but, you know, Illinois obviously brought a lot of family ties outside of that. Um, and what Coach B's done and with Coach Lunny, um, it was just a great opportunity. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to be here. And he's walking into the quarterback room with more starts than anybody else in the room next year. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping to provide, um, you know, an extra edge to the room to bump up all the competition, you know, iron sharpens iron. Um, so I think we're all pushing each other right now and um, learning off each other. And um, Art, who's a student assistant now, is doing a phenomenal job. And um, I've been able to met all the guys, you know, have a group chat and um, be able to bounce ideas off each other and just overall grow the intelligence, uh, the effectiveness and uh, the performance of the room, I think, is uh, something that I can bring. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited, excited to be here. There was a difference between Ball State 
and quarterback in the United States, Ole Miss, Illinois. I mean, it's, it's different. Not wholly different, but somewhat different. But oh, I, definitely has the experience, which is good. To me, he looks like this year's Art Sikowski. To me, that's what he looks like. The guy that Illinois knows, if for whatever reason Luke, Luke Altmaier is not ready to go or is sick or hurt or whatever, this guy can jump in and you won't skip much of a beat. I think that's kind of where, where they're I, I think if I'm Illinois, I'm, I'm looking at this guy as competition for the room. Give yeah. me another guy I know has played in a big-time game. Uh, he actually played, I looked this up, played against Toledo last year at Toledo. Uh, didn't have a great game, but a game up there, that's an Illinois opener. So when mm-hmm. Illinois plays Toledo, hey, he'll have a lot to add to the quarterbacks in the room, but also as the game gets closer, he'll be able to tell the team a lot about that team. He feels like, in baseball terms, the Crash Davis. The stable pony. <laughs> <laughs> so He's all right. Like I was wondering, has Illinois played Ball State in the last five years? Seems like we play him well, about yeah, every the Mikey Dudek punt return game. Right? We face him about every five years, so yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if he's he's faced Somehow off him. in that time. But I at at first I I thought it, it was all you know just having experience in that room, and I do think that it's Luke Altmaier's job. But like you were saying, it, it, it's good to have a, a sixty year guy who is talking about coming in and, and competing. He, he's going to push Luke Altmaier to to be the best right. quarterback that he can be, and and it's not just well, I've got all these freshmen who have no experience behind me. I would have been really nervous if I'm Illinois, if I'm Brett Milama, I would have been really nervous going to next year with just Luke Altmaier mm. in terms of my most likely option to be a starter. I, I think this is a great second guy to have. I think it's a competition, yeah, yes, for sure, but also a guy that if you get in trouble, things happen. Injuries happen, illness happens. So you got to be prepared. This makes them better prepared in the, in the event of an emergency. The world according to Bob here on Sports Talk. He also seems like that rowdy guy you were looking for in the quarterback room the you you you're raw you're raw raw is not the guy yeah right you, just you so, those little answer. comments there sounds like he's a little more stern serious kind of dude yeah, yeah he just but he has a, a vibe of been there mm-hmm. oh, and he i knows think that's his place so long he he may know his place and look he knows I, this I, place oh yes he that's, knows this that's big the fact that his first memory or big memory of Illinois is a game at Michigan Mm. Tells me a lot. Yes, because he hails from suburban Detroit, right. and he remembered going to see Illinois beat Michigan. 45-20, I was there, and Juice Williams was went nuts in that game. He had a great game. I think he had 431 total offense. Wow. The most ever by opponent there against Michigan, and he— Is that when defenses still didn't know what a read option was? No, it was—well, yes, but also <laughs> Juice played great, and it was that's a game— where I was with Dana Howard on the sidelines toward the end of the game. Dana Howard once wanted Illinois to score 100. He was crazy, going crazy, score more, score more. <laughs> Dana was not shy about his feelings about Michigan. Um, I think it was a very good choice by you, by the way. If you're going to be on the sideline of a football game, be next to Dana Howard. Correct. Somebody comes close. Running back or something, I know Dana is going to stop that guy. So I'm, I'm not worried about. <laughs> they stop him. He's just going to put him back into play. You know, fling him across the uh, across the field. Yeah, Dana was always fun to hang out with. Yes, so, come back to his playing days. But even beyond that, even I see him now. I've seen him so many other world places. You we wouldn't believe it. His daughter is on the softball on team. Softball by the way. team. So of course he'd be at softball games here and seen him at weddings. Seen him at different things. He's 
He's a big fan of the line. This week you had your uh, attitude of gratitude out in your column, just reflecting on a, a great 2022. Yes, for one you. of those great things where Jim Rosso says, hey, don't forget that column I told you about a month ago, which he <laughs> d- actually did tell me about it. I'm like, okay, well, I better get to work then. So that was, I was so the a, usual strategy of don't do what Jim says and hope he forgets. Well, no, I just kind of <laughs> forgot, actually. Well, I know. It was easy. But was he like, actually remembered and you didn't. I was looking forward to those days where I don't have a lot to do, you know, other than a column for Matt. And I'm like, okay, I better do that, too. So I got it done. And it's funny because I'm writing about family. Usually, actually always, I would ask Julie, is this okay? Is this picture all right? Should we do this or that? In this case, I did not do that. Yeah, I heard about it a little bit. She was not all that happy with me. <laughs> She's not listening, so we're not worried about this. But that, that's the uh, second week in a row that, that Julie's thing. not listening. I'm I'm come sure on. We built up listening. that confidence here on Sports <laughs> Talk, and so he just kept it going. I, I told her, I said, just trust me on this because, uh, you know, I'm not going to write anything <laughs> insensitive. But uh, fortunately, most of the families read it now and all, all liked it. So, I mean, I'm talking about the extended family, my nieces and yeah. cousins and all that. So everybody's good with us. That's fine. I always <laughs> worry about leaving people out. Well, this glad that Julie's not listening, but you tell her, I'm, trust she, you, trust you like you're going to a Cars concert. You were exactly. She, she'll <laughs> nothing know, to worry about. And if that comes up at home, I'm just not going to, I'm just going to lie. <laughs> I mean, there's no... There's, there's no reason to go there. There's no reason to go there. There's things you tell the truth about, things you don't tell you the truth about. Lie. You just that lie. That sounds like it's from a movie. I, I, I've heard it that was just, it was, you know, I, I'll make up something that's fairly close to the truth. Well, in this case, no. What, that you got a backstage pass? Yeah, exactly. It was really cool. I met Rick I never told you this before. I met Rick Ocasek, and he had a great time. But it's good practice right God there. rest his soul, by the way. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. What else have you been working on this week? Pretty much football now, which is kind of fun. So otherwise getting the new guys in, the transfers and all that, and making them available, which I really appreciate. Because to me, football season really never ends. So tomorrow it's about all about uh, John, and the next day whoever. They're going to have to have assistant coaches there too. So there was discussion. Uh, was it with you or someone else that – there was a time when the football team would go practice at the right correct yes property, okay, which is so t- somewhere towards Vermilion County. It's, I think. No, it's near between St. Joe and Ogden. Okay, it's, yeah, it's, not quite, it's not right off the right. highway, and they have that beautiful football. I think they still have it. Beautiful football field right there in a the big house, and huge house. Don't get offended, family. But I mean, I'm just saying the truth. It's cool, and uh, they would have. Okay, so was. Used to be the freshmen would come in and practice for a couple of days before the whole team got there. So the freshmen would go out there, practice for a day. Media would come. They would have a barbecue out there. A bunch of family and friends of the Wrights and all this. It was awesome. I think it was something the Wrights said, hey, we got this field. The San Joe team used to practice there. And they say, hey, Illinois, you want to come out there? And I think it might have started during the Ron Turner era or maybe Tepper, probably Tur- Turner because they were friendly and got along really well. So we went out there several times. It was really cool. And I wished, I think the rules changed. She mm-hmm. couldn't do an off-site practice or something. For some reason they could do it. The place was perfect. The kids, the players loved it. They loved going out there. And they could go out there. There was all sorts of stuff to do. It was awesome. Yeah, I could see these days why they, 
The NCAA why not? wouldn't Here, let you, know, you go, can't go practice yeah, at a donor's not? house or whatever. Why not? I, I, there's no rules anymore. You can literally get any, give anybody money you want. So why not do that? I mean, it's so cool. Free for all. Just like as long as an analyst doesn't coach. Okay. Right. But yeah. what the heck? It was really cool. It's free for all these days. It's like a Cars concert. Correct. It's just no rules. No boundaries. <laughs> Getting me in trouble. Hey, I want to, you got more time. I got one more yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep me in to tell you guys something I did right before... Right around Christmas, I went axe throwing. A who? Axe throwing, which was really, really fun. Um, the important part is what were you throwing them at? At a wall. Okay, at good. Target. Yeah. I did okay. I, I hit a couple. My son was great at it. Was it at the place here downtown? No, no. Is down in St. Louis, St. Louis area. We, me and the family went out there, threw axes, not each other, at the, at the, at the Target. It's hard, tri- tricky. I'm not the strongest guy anywhere else in the world anyway. But I got a couple of sticks. Hank was really good at it. Really, really good. My my nephew was good at, good at it too. A lot of fun. I think I'd do it again. Yeah. Have you been? Have you no, noticed? it seems a little too dangerous. It's not dangerous at all because obviously, the, first of all, I signed, signed a waiver say I'm not going to throw it to anybody who's close to the board. So kind of careful. There. But like ricochets or nothing. No, it's fine. It's not uh, I, I've been in one of those places, and they have you know some nets and protection up, and 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 I'm sure you sign a million waivers. You do it's well, a, just a, one, but says yeah. I'm gonna throw this, and <laughs> you I have mean, no more rights. Yeah, I mean alcohol and axes okay, always mix. But, but there's okay. This place we went didn't have an alcohol beer license, but you could bring in your own. Which I Even better. Of, well, <laughs> get your shine on and, and your axe was, on. I don't drink, so it's not a big deal for me. But somebody with us had brought a. 24 brought a case and we had a great time. So axe throwing, of, axe throwing is fun. Um, Who knew? Not yet, but there is a place here in Champaign that does it. It's, I'm sure it's, it's a wave. I'm people, sure it's people great. like to do it. Oh yeah. What was the trend before axe throwing? Uh, darts. Just like darts with uh, bigger, bigger, escape bigger rooms. middle options. Yeah. What you say? Like yeah. escape rooms. Yeah. Remember when everybody was doing escape that rooms. That does nothing for me. me this either. does a lot more. Yeah. This <laughs> live. This fun. More <laughs> athletic. Fun. <laughs> Competitive. Do you guys, you know, who can get closer? We were, keep, we were, we were keeping score. Yeah. It's like, it was like playing darts with axes. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, uh, I'm trying to think of what the thing we have to be worked up about this week is. I can't remember what the latest controversy is. <laughs> There's but, lots of them. But you, you would come down on it for sure. Well, um, yeah, you guys Hamlin said something real? right before I got on in here that was that struck, struck me. It was something somebody said. One of those things, words I hate used, but I can't remember what it was. Well, let me. I, I know you're talking about it Monday night, but but the whole top twenty-five thing and the fact that the Big Ten's not in it is that a is it, what is that? Is that a travesty? Is that a misjudgment? No, is it a, is, is the Big Ten down? What do you say? Big Ten's a little bit down. Yeah, it's not it's not a whole world. What I think is going to happen because this thing is so, so unpredictable. I think what you're going to see is team. I'm not sure who which team. Some of the Big Ten we're not cotton on right now. Be it Rutgers, be it Maryland, I don't know who. It's going to make a deep, long run that we don't expect. Purdue, Purdue is the Final Four team to like, me. If they like go, don't get the Final Four, they're in trouble. But you, I think you say Maryland's a dark horse. Maryland seems Mar- like a team that could or Rutgers put it together or anybody. Indiana on the right night, but any, one of those teams is going to make a run to the Sweet Sixteen or maybe beyond. Could be Illinois. Michigan somebody, did it last year. Exactly, right? they it's, played it's pedestrian for four months and then. Think that they had the greatest season because they won two games in March. Good happen. Good happen. They had all yeah. Americans on it. <laughs> Donald's <laughs> all Americans on their team. Made a second weekend. Okay, Matt's going to join the fun when we come back and stay with us. Call.
You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. Hey, Illini family. It's Illini women's basketball coach Shauna Green. Don't miss a minute of Illini basketball this season on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM DWS. You've got Sports Talk. It's an OSF Illini Friday. Brought to you by OSF Medical Group's primary care. Providers offer seamless care from birth to seniors. Go to osfhealthcare.org to learn more. Bob Osmussen is here. So is Matt Daniels. What, we, Bob's raising his finger. I, like because I said seniors. I thought of what made me mad. I was listening to you guys with somebody talking, and Matt knows this drives me nuts, score the basketball. The term score the what basketball. Are you, what, are your five, what are your five big uh, bugaboos, well, that, 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 score, score the basketball. The basketball is, score the basketball is obnoxious. Week, and wait, we said that? Anybody says it. I hear it all the time. Nobody should ever say that. The ob- object of the game is to score. Not score the basketball. If you're scoring the football in that game, you got a problem. So score the basketball, I hate that term. Because it's redundant? So what, really what about redundant. what about like baseball, though? Like hit the ball. Score the baseball. Well, no, like hit the ball. Isn't that kind <laughs> How about of, just hit? How about his hit? Okay. I like it when baseball on. players say we scored points because they'll do it. Yeah, that's wrong too. Yeah, but that's but fine. they do it on purpose. If you're I do that. if you're it's an Illinois funny. baseball fan, you got a two page spread coming up in Sunday's paper Excellent. about Dan Hartlip's program looking ahead to the the season. Good be good. Full story, full schedule, full roster. He's going to become the all time wins leader this year. That is true at at Illinois. Yeah, not like ever. That'd no. Be. no, not in college. Yeah, exactly. But, but but and he's our guest Monday night at the Esquire. Mm-hmm. So Gotta, uh, hopefully for his sake that he enjoys his Sunday night and his Bengals beat Brad Underwood's Chiefs. Ooh. Oh yeah, this is the Hartlib Underwood Bowl. That's true. You think they got a little small wager, maybe steaks or well, as Brad Underwood wine. told us today, wagering in any kind of form would be a violation of NCAA <laughs> rules. So that that would not that never happens. You can bet his, you can bet a meal or something, can't you? I, well, you I wouldn't know. I'm not a compliance officer. Yeah, if you can't <laughs> uh, again, again, if you can't, they're worried about things. You can't that go they practice in St. Joe at a, somebody's house. Right. So why should be you, able to? But yeah. why can you uh, wager a, a steak or something like that? Yeah. Um, th- w- one more thing on that whole thing. And, and oh, on terms that make no sense, I don't like it when basketball announcers say it's a baseball pass. Yeah, yes, you said. So there's I, my. I thing. say that. Okay, you say I, that. I'm good okay, with but that. nobody, no baseball announcer isn't ever that calls how, it a pass. Yeah, isn't that you know how you just throw? Yeah. <laughs> isn't that just called throwing? Yeah, <laughs> ground ball towards the hole, backhanded Both by thought. Smith. What's the difference? And he between passes it? it to first base. No, we don't the have batter to get is out. mechanical, but like a baseball and a football pass are the same. So why isn't it a football pass? Oh, good point. Yeah, I'm, I get that. I, I get that basketball you know, has passes. That. We don't score say, the basketball is more. He throws it to so and so who scores the basketball. <laughs> scores the basketball. <laughs> well, speaking of, of things that nobody can agree on, I've decided again that that nobody can be happy, right? Because <laughs> we're we're sitting here in a basketball season, like as much parody as possible. We're sitting here January twenty seventh, and we aren't really sure who the national champion is and people aren't very happy and then we just got done with the college football where we knew from august 1st that georgia was going to be the champion and people were upset so i'm convinced that that we can't have it either way that people don't like either of them they were great by the that's one of the best three or four best teams of all time in college football football lsu a couple years ago burrow I think that was the best team I've ever seen. Look, look at all the pros off that team. But this team in Georgia was pretty close. 
George approved all the doubters wrong. All those. There was no doubters. Except the <laughs> Idaho. Yeah, there was videos going yeah, around. Except for Bob. Bob was the only one who had Ohio State. I jumped off of him eventually, though. You did. Wisely. By the time I, I thought I was recognizing you on Sports Talk, you're like, no, no. So I've... you know what I have, have for preseason number one next year? I'm going to go with Georgia. <laughs> I'm going to go out of lemon and go with Georgia. And you know this is going to be the year that Georgia doesn't win, right? Well, maybe, but... <laughs> Matt, I have a question for you. All Maybe right. it should be for Colin because he wrote more of it, but you're always kind of up on these things. How do you be a really good high school baseball player, go to college to play baseball, don't okay. don't have the success you want, and then you just get to go play football, even though you haven't played football since you were a freshman in high school? Yeah. Tyler, That's what Tyler McClure is the, doing. The Tyler McClure story is, uh, is it's going to be, I guarantee you, if he plays at all next fall, it's going to be on college game day and national media outlets are going to eat it up. pages of the News Gazette. It sure. was. It was in Friday's News Gazette before any anyone else had that, that story. Uh, yeah, that was uh, quite the surprise. Uh, you know, we noticed uh, a couple weeks ago when Illinois played Michigan State that they introduced all the football recruits and Tyler McClure was part of it, throwing mm-hmm. T-shirts into the crowd. And I'm thinking... That kid played baseball at Centennial for three seasons, and uh, his uh, his older sister Anna was a standout volleyball player at St. Thomas More. Mom was a former Illini volleyball standout back in the day, and then coached STM volleyball to a state title. Why is he playing football at all? And uh, it's you know, the second athlete in in my ten years here that I can remember having kind of a story like that. The first one was Camden Coleman at Uni High, who was a really good basketball player and track and field standout, which is even more impressive because Uni High doesn't have football. Mm -hmm. And then he went and walked on at Vanderbilt and played in the SEC with the Commodores, which is just remarkable to to think of as well. But yeah, Tyler There's probably a joke in there, right? Because Vanderbilt's not good at football. Yeah, but still, it's the SEC, and Vanderbilt's a great school. Well, well, the academics, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm not knocking the school. No, I, I get it. Tyler McClure, though, that one I did not... Did not see coming at all, and uh, we'll see how he winds up on, on Brett Bielema's team, possibly wide receiver or safety. You'd have to think he's going to be a scout team specialist. I, I understand. But still a really he's, cool he's like story. preferred walk-on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand he may never see a minute of game action, mm-hmm. but still, n- not anybody could just get on a roster. No, exactly, and I think that's what makes it pretty, uh, pretty special, too, and it kind of reminds me a couple years ago when there was a, a former Fisher standout, Jaden Jones-Watkins, who joined the Illinois football team as a walk-on because he lost his wallet on campus, <laughs> and... Uh, Measurables look good. I believe Libby <laughs> Smith's director of men was the official title. I can't remember the staff member who actually found the wallet or okay. anything like that. But anyway, it's pretty cool to have local kids like that who grew up in this community and uh, maybe shined in some other sports and they get a chance to go out and go through practices and maybe run out of Memorial Stadium to a decent crowd in, in their hometown especially it's just it, it was stunning and um you know kudos to colin for getting the interview with tyler before the rest of the media throng <laughs> before they showed him out yeah exactly that too. That's yeah so funny because tyler his dad was a great baseball mm-hmm. player here yeah. too that family's pretty talented oh yeah yeah no, it's uh, it's I'm glad they stayed in genetics or wild. Huh? Yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, just and especially too, because I mean, Tyler played football a little bit growing up as a, a youth and uh, was a freshman at Centennial, but didn't pursue the sport uh, in high school at all, and, and really focused in on on baseball. And lo and behold, well, according to Colin's article, he, the last time he played football was as a freshman mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah, 
No, oh, exactly. And I'm not knocking freshman high school football, but it's a step or two below the Big, Big Ten, Ten football. Yeah, just a just a smidge. So uh, yeah, that was a pretty cool story. Yeah, if he ends up having paper. something like great play or or time on the field, I mean, this oh is good. they're gonna be a, this is gonna be Rudy Illinois Stetson Bennett. Right? Yes, <laughs> from preferred walk on. Maybe a decade from now, yeah, he'll Stetson, be a national Stetson, championship Stetson quarterback. Stetson, Stetson better play. <laughs> Stetson better play football. High school football. <laughs> high school football high football. See what you did there. <laughs> This would be a better story than Rudy, by the way. Oh. Because that's a terrible story. By four. What's wrong with Rudy? <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Delessio, Jeff Delessio and I had this conversation the other night. It's not on my top tier of sports movies. Okay. But I watched it when I was younger, and I, it was fine. Oh, when I, I was younger. You, I, I met the real Rudy, Rudy Rudiger. Rudy. Not impressed. <laughs> well, that's fine. He's kind of going around milking that whole thing. Well, there's, well. Two, there's two pretty prominent actors in that movie, though. At the time, they were kind of unknowns. Ned Beatty. Well, yeah, he was known. John Favreau. John Favreau. And then uh, Vince, oh, yeah. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Sean yeah. Astin was already known? Well, yeah. Okay. Goonies. Yeah. Goonies. Oh, a bunch of things. Yeah. I was thinking it was pre-Lord of the Rings. Uh, that's fair enough. It was <laughs> before his second breakfast. Don't get mad at me. I've never watched any of the Lord of the Rings movies. What, Bob? How can you? How no, can this be? Well, because that's a if I say If I say a movie that you think is a classic most, and I can't yeah. watch it, then you, you have that. What? Know, you I'm follow sorry. your chair. That's a genre I don't. Kind of care for fantasy. You got to set aside Any, like yeah, you got to like set aside like twelve hours. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. have that time. Well. <laughs> That's just <laughs> for the first movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the extended. Cut. I'm not being. I'm not saying anybody shouldn't watch them. People it's love just, that kind of movie. It's like music. Not Everybody's me. got. That's all right. I'll, I'll. I'm sure I'll upset people and upset Bob by saying this. I've, I've never seen. I've never sat through all of Caddyshack. So, That's right. Yeah. That is an upset. That's me. a very measured okay, response from so you from the first time I told you that. Bob, thing I did. Think, not thinking very well. I showed my kids that movie when they were really young. That's we, not appropriate. We had that discussion on post game the other night. I don't find it to be a very appropriate movie. I don't it's not appropriate, but it's got Rodney in it, so <laughs> that, that makes pretty much makes it for me. I showed my kids. What about Bob? Maybe it was a little too soon for the six year old, but <laughs> but my my ten year old son just was cracking up. What do you think about that movie, Bob? What, what about, about Bob? Bob? Of course, I'm all, all for it. Bill Murray. Me, it goes gold to me. Almost every movie ever, ever done. He is phenomenal. There's a couple of bad ones, but pretty rare. Matt, okay, so two-page spread on Dan Hartlib. Yeah, and uh, Weekend Extra this week. I uh, got a uh, lot of uh, Illinois basketball coverage uh, coming up. Uh, Bob, right about John Paddock in, in tomorrow's paper. Kyle Nikas will be at uh, St. Joseph Ogden tonight, Monticello, St. Joe, in a pretty vital uh, Illinois Prairie Conference. Boys basketball game. And then he's going to Madison? And then he's going to Madison. Yep, <laughs> leaving tomorrow morning. He's on vacation next week. So, yeah, I know. Uh, we talked about the whole snowboarding so, thing. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Don't like snowboarding. Yeah, Joe Vizzelli on Ruins it for Illinois, Illinois women's basketball. And uh, got a cool story and uh, kind of compliment to this story in, in Saturday's paper. Alexa Jameson, a Salt Fork girls basketball player, only a sophomore, already has 1,000 career points. Uh, and then we've got a list of all the all-time leading scores, similar to what we did last Sunday when we wrote about Ty Pence at St. Joseph Ogden and ran the list of uh, all-time leading scores for boys basketball players. And Saturday's News Gazette, you can find a list of all the all-time leading scores for girls basketball players at area high school. I guess she's either a really, really good shooter or she's really tall. No, she's 5'6". She's a guard. She's really quick, pretty good shooter, gets to the yeah. basket. Um outscored Armstrong Potomac by herself last Friday night in the Vermilion County tournament uh, title game and 
we visited with her and some of her teammates, Joey Wright and I did uh, Thursday morning in Catlin uh, for our extra prep podcast. So you can go to newsgazette.com and check that out as well. And it's on uh, Apple Podcasts. At wherever you get your podcast is the, the buzzword that a lot of people use. Extra so. prep. Okay. Great to see you, Matt. Good to see you guys. Happy too. Friday. Bob, thank you for sharing your world with us. I'm going to score the radio tonight. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> I hope you score something. <laughs> see you later. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. Going to about do it here for the Funky Friday edition of Sports Talk. Sean Harrington is a guest tomorrow morning on Alana Pella Saturday Sports Talk. Always like his basketball insight. And then noon, we've got pregame, and 2 o'clock, we got a tip, Illinois and Wisconsin. Yeah, the countdown's not only on for 1 through 30 for the Royal Rumble, but also the Big Ten presidents have decided to hire a search firm looking for a new leader of the conference. Okay, so that means we'll take a little while here to get one i think yeah so but it's it's expected soon i'm guessing before the end of the school year oh okay hey have a great weekend you do the same we'll see you tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) back at it then enjoy your night everybody it's news talk 1400 93 9 fm wdws champagne urbana